Welcome to the Align Nutrition Podcast, a place where eating doesn't get in the way of living. We use science and psychology to move past the challenges you face while healing your relationship to food. I'm your host, Erica Drury, a registered dietitian and intuitive eating counselor. For the past 10 years, I've been helping people like you find a happy medium of flow and balance with eating. If solving these issues were easy, you would have figured it out already. Expect to learn a new way. Each week, you'll hear trainings, listen in on mini coaching sessions from people on your same path, and learn from other guest professionals. I'm so glad you've joined me. Hey there, Erica here. Welcome back to the Align Nutrition Podcast. I'm so excited to be talking to you today. If you listen to these episodes in real time, you may have noticed that I haven't had a new episode for a few weeks, and that's because I was out. I got married, and I wanted to share a few words or lessons or insights from having gotten married and how that relates to food freedom. But before I do that, I wanted to just introduce us to the topic of the episode today. We're going to be talking about body image and, you know, how do you deal with a bad body image day? What do you tell yourself? What do you do for yourself? What are some, you know, reasons that you might be having a bad body image day? Some other things that you want to be considering. So I'm really excited to dive in. It's a perfect time of year to be talking about that. But, you know, as far as getting married, I think that this is something that I talk a lot to clients about, whether it's their wedding, being in a wedding, attending a wedding, or really any big social event. It can bring about a lot of pressures, you know, to look a certain way, seeing people you haven't seen in a while lots of food, sweets, food anxiety, guilt, you know, fear about what you might be eating later or stress about that or how you might feel about it. Or if you're actively at the event, you know, being distracted by food or feeling guilty about what you ate, even like a temptation to restrict food intake or do a strict diet or an exercise plan leading up to that event, or, you know, fear of losing control around certain foods, especially if your the event is prolonged, like a bachelorette weekend or a friend weekend or something like that. And I wanted to share, you know, a conversation I had had with a special client of mine about her wedding and, you know, kind of what her thing was about it is leading up to instead of thinking about the event and imagining how she might think people think she looks or how she might look to other people, which I think in our society we're trained to do to, to really be thinking about how do we look when we're doing certain things. She said that she wanted to focus on how she felt on her wedding day, not how she looked. And so that was really helpful for her in terms of, you know, taking that pressure off and enjoying all the events leading up to it and the months leading up to it. So I think this is really universal, whether it's a vacation or the holidays or whatever, but, you know, this focus on being present and the people around her or the people around you and really enjoying the moment. And, you know, as far as my wedding goes, I'm really grateful that I healed my relationship to food and my body so that, you know, I could do all of those things without fear, enjoying cake, not worrying about how I'll look in my dress or feeling anxious about getting wedding photos back and being critical about them or stressing about what I think I'll be eating or what people think of me and, you know, really that zero distraction or guilt with thoughts about food. So I hope that if you are participating in a large social event or your wedding or another person's wedding, that can be helpful frame to think about, you know, focusing on how you want to feel when you're there, especially after all of this time where we, for a lot of us, have not seen a lot of our family and friends. And so that anticipation of trying to keep everybody on track of, 
you know, focusing on being with each other and being present rather than commenting on our our bodies and if they've changed or what we're eating or how we feel about all of that. So anyways, leading into a bad body image day, I wanted, again, this episode will be coming out, you know, right before Thanksgiving. And I think there's a lot of like hyper analyzing that starts to occur with our bodies during this time. You know, maybe you find that you're staring in the mirror and picking yourself apart or you're tempted to use the scale or you've started using the scale again, or maybe you're using it more. Maybe you're checking your body and and maybe that can be whether you're weighing yourself or maybe you're, you know, pinching certain parts of yourself or touching your stomach or lifting up your shirt. You know, maybe you're spiraling because you saw a picture of yourself or trying to reset, taking pictures or just comparing to old photos, comparing to friends. It's, It's really a hard time of year. We feel a lot of pressure from society around weight, especially those of us that live in larger bodies, you know, where we might feel really less than other people or, you know, not fitting that societal ideal or that acceptability. So we know that there may be bad body image days to come. And I'm going to define a bit about what a bad body image day is. But, you know, I describe some of the things that it can look like, that it can sound like. If you're listening to this, you probably know what I'm talking about, just that discomfort. You're really distracted. You're really in your head. You start maybe thinking about what you're eating and and you're feeling guilty about eating and maybe it's related to your body image or maybe you were around someone. Just whatever situation you might have been in, it's you're just not feeling good about your body. You're not feeling good in your body. It's a hard place to be in. And, you know, it's normal to have these from time to time. But for a lot of us, they can be so frequent and perpetual that it just becomes exhausting and defeating and just frankly can feel depressing when you're in that headspace, it's very distracting from the rest of your life. So if we know that with some of these situational triggers that are coming up or, or how we might be feeling this time of year, understanding that bad body image days are, are going to happen. So we do want to normalize them, you know, as the first thing, but we also want to try and recover from them more quickly or not spiral as long or as hard. So I'm going to talk you through a couple things of, you know, what can you tell yourself on a bad body image day? And then we're going to talk through what can you do for yourself? How can you take care of yourself on a bad body image day? And then what if your bad body image days are every day? How can you have less of them? So when you think about what you can tell yourself, I've made this distinction between what you can tell yourself on a bad body image day and then what you can do for yourself on a bad body image day. So over in the tell, there's this realm of challenging the thoughts, affirming how you're feeling and essentially showing yourself respect. Whereas the what you can do for yourself, that's more tactical and we'll get into that. But so much of this is how we're feeling about our body. So, so much of this is mindset because your body really right now today is not actually any different than it was yesterday or the day before. So if you're suddenly, again, we want to normalize having bad body image days, but also we want to start to challenge that a bit of, you know, my body hasn't changed. I'm just feeling a certain way. So that's why most of it is in this tell yourself this mindset realm And mindset isn't oversimplified here. It's just some of this work is being done on ourselves and in our heads and in our hearts rather than, you know, the pursuit of changing our bodies like we're so often taught. You know, we're we're sold that lie of if you change your body, you'll feel better about it. But most of you listening to this have probably realized that there's really not been any body that you've lived in probably from a young age that you haven't felt bad about. So it's really looking at this mindset and, and really challenging those thoughts and affirming how you're feeling. And so, you know, some of those thoughts as a dietitian, when I'm working with people, 
like I said, that bad body image can spiral into feeling guilty about what you're eating, or you should eat this, or you should go to the gym, or you better do this. So some of the things that I encourage my clients to be reminded of is that you still need regular meals and snacks. Just because you're feeling a certain way about your body doesn't mean that it woke up today and needed less to eat. You know, if you had breakfast yesterday, why wouldn't your body need breakfast today? So I encourage you that even if it feels difficult or harder, that you're still, you know, respecting your body and eating regular meals and snacks and noting that if you feel guilty about what you ate, it doesn't mean that it was wrong. You know, if you feel guilty about having a sandwich today and a negative body image day, you know, did you feel guilty about eating a sandwich last week? And maybe you did, but maybe you've had other times in your life where you can say, you know what, I'm actually just really challenging some of these things that I believe and and have learned about food in my body. And so, you know, just because you're feeling this guilt as it relates to feeling negative about your body, when you're negative about your body, it's like you don't have the same level of permission to eat that you do on a regular day. And so just because you're feeling more guilty, it's more indicative of the bad body image day and less about what you're eating having been wrong. And on the other hand, you can kind of watch out for yourself. Are you spiraling in the other direction of, you know, what I call like kind of what the heck eating and it doesn't matter and I feel terrible. So I'm just going to, you know, just go and spiral off into eating everything in sight and feeling even more terrible about myself. Our brain doesn't like what's called cognitive dissonance. If you feel bad, it wants you to feel bad. So sometimes that can be really self-sabotaging and and disrespectful. But ultimately, you know, it's catching yourself in that spiral. It's okay. It happens. We're trying to break patterns. We're trying to become more aware. And, you know, I think on the same lines, you know, when you're having a bad body image day, telling yourself, you know, I don't need to feel bad for not exercising or pressured to exercise more than usual. And, you know, then I always like to go big picture with my clients, some things they can tell themselves when they're feeling this way is you've been taught to dislike your body from a young age. You know, our society is always telling us smaller is better, smaller is more acceptable. You shouldn't have cellulite because we have a cream for that. You shouldn't have razor burn because, you know, you need to be airbrushed and perfect. You shouldn't have pores. You shouldn't have bulges. You shouldn't have fat. You shouldn't have flesh and, and curves. Like, and so we hear these messages for so long. You need to be toned and lean. And so we're literally taught that the very ordinary bodies that we have are wrong. And so I think when you're having a bad body image day is to remember that even though that's coming from you and in your own mind, these are messages that you've internalized from a greater good. If we happen to live in a society where, you know, from age two, you were celebrated constantly and nobody ever mentioned bodies, you can imagine we live in this kind of ignorant bliss that would be wonderful. (laughs) Let's move there. So, you know, I think that that's something that can be helpful to remind yourself of. And in terms of keeping perspective, you know, I don't feel this way all the time. Or if you are in this place and you're healing where you do feel this way all the time, then hopefully you feel pride and hope in the fact that you're working on it. You're working on feeling better about your body. And part of that is breaking this cycle by, you know, not reacting with food and exercise and all of those things that might be coming up that just keep that pattern going. And, you know, in terms of we're going to move into, so that's really that what you can tell that mindset piece, but moving into, you know, what can you do for yourself on a bad body image day? How do you take care of yourself? So typically body image is the hardest when we're showering, we're getting ready, we're getting dressed. And so you want to think about extra self-care during that time. So maybe it's not staying in the bathroom for a long time and looking at your body or going through old photos or 
Maybe it's, you know, when you're showering that you're shutting the curtain and you're not staring in the mirror when you get out or if you can turn away from the mirror or get in a towel before you get out of the shower. And obviously this leads into wearing comfortable clothes, clothes that fit you. Or if you're feeling extra sensitive, maybe clothes that are even a bit baggy or concealing, you know, this is just hopefully one day or a series of days that you're dealing with this. So, you know, what can help you feel more comfortable on those days? And then I think just generally distraction can help. We've already talked about this mindset of, you know, hopefully this too shall pass or I'm working on it. And distraction just keeps us like busy enough and kind of out of our heads where we're not ruminating and obsessing, but also we're attending to ourselves with, you know, being comfortable and taking extra care during these times when when we're the most vulnerable. And I think that also goes along with like identifying any body checking behaviors you might have. So maybe that's the scale or a certain type of clothing or being in front of mirrors or looking at photos or comparing yourself to past versions of yourself, whatever you may find are things that send you into a spiral. That's mostly what's important here. And as we kind of transition out here, we want to think about what if your bad body image days are every day? How can you have less of them overall? And if you have an eating disorder or you're working on healing your relationship to food, you know, really continuing to do that. And if you've tried some of these strategies that I've mentioned and you feel that there's no help, there's no avail, you're not seeing any changes, then I encourage you to really work with a therapist who understands this stuff, who really gets the weight piece and understands what it's like and how it relates to food. And even if you don't identify with having an eating disorder, typically therapists that work with eating disorders are skilled in this area and can be really sensitive to helping you kind of go back to childhood or past experiences or even now, what experiences in your life have given you direct feedback or messages about your weight? Because most of us end up with a great deal of shame about our bodies. Shame is I am wrong, I am bad, my body is bad. And so when it's really the undercurrent for how we see ourselves, how we compare ourselves to others, how we eat, what we think we deserve, then that's when that is really driving that. And we, we absolutely deserve to seek someone out to get underneath of that and help unpack a lot of those things so that we can continue to ultimately heal our relationships with our bodies and have less body image days. So I hope this episode was helpful and illuminating and that it will be supporting you as you start into the holidays and that you can return to this over and over on a day that you might be having a bad body image day. I would actually suggest kind of listening to this and maybe taking a couple notes and keeping those notes on your phone that you can figure out a self-care plan of what will happen on those days. So anyways, again, I'm so glad to be back here with you and I'll have another episode for you in two weeks. And I hope you take care until then. I'm on Instagram. As always, message me, connect with me if there's any topics that you would like me to discuss you know where to find me. Thanks to you for listening. Find me on Instagram at Align Nutrition. Let me know if you like this or if you have other topics or ideas for the podcast. I love hearing from you. If you've gotten something out of this, help us reach more people who need this message by subscribing in your podcast app. A nice rating and review also helps us reach more people and is so appreciated. I hope you enjoyed this episode and until next time.